Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast and today it's episode 150 so if you want to have a look at the show notes page for today or the blog post that goes with this episode you can go to englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 150 and also you can leave me any comments there if there's anything that you would like to say about the podcast or anything that you would like to have me talking about next year. So if, if you've got an idea for something that you want to have a podcast episode on in 2019, then let me know. Use the comment form on that page or you can email podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. That will reach me as well. And yeah, I hope that you um, have found the podcast this year helpful, and that, that they've been useful, that you've been able to learn from them. And I look forward to creating some more in the coming year, because at the moment, everybody is really winding down um, in the UK for, for the Christmas holiday, the new year. Most people have some time off. Um, I have a week off. Some people have a bit more. And it's just a time when people are trying to get things done because tomorrow is the last um, Friday before Christmas. I guess a lot of people are working tomorrow. I'm not. I have the day off. Um, but after that, most people are going to have some time away from work or you know any studies that they're doing and it's going to be a relaxing time for a lot of people because Christmas is coming and you know everybody's getting ready to spend time with their families making the last minute preparations um, cooking cleaning <laughs> visitors are coming wrapping presents um, getting the last minute shopping done so it's quite a busy time and when you have a time like this a lot of other things that you do normally just you know get get pushed aside that don't happen because you've got so many other things to do um and often for people who are learning a language this is a time when the language takes a bit of a break or you don't have so much time for it because you're just so busy with other stuff but i wanted to produce an episode today with a couple of ideas of things that you can do over the christmas and new year break to work on your english if you want to some people don't want to, that's absolutely fine. But if you do want to, then here are some ideas, especially some kind of festive ideas. If you want to do something kind of Christmassy, but still English related, there are some ways that you can tie the two things in together. And if you're not learning English, if English is your native language, then none of these are specific to English. So if you're learning another language, you can apply all these tips to that language as well. So um, the first thing you can do is Christmas films. There are so many, whether you subscribe to something like Netflix or just look at the what's on the TV. There are a lot of Christmas films at the moment. Um, so there are some channels that only broadcast Christmas films. Um, but certainly on, on others like Netflix, you can you can have a look and see what they've got on offer. Um, it's not really something that I like to do, so I don't have many suggestions for you. Um, but there are still so many um, if you if you Google something like Christmas films, you will just find lists and lists of them. And certainly if it's something that isn't broadcast in English, sometimes on subscription services like Netflix, you can change the language so you can you can put it in English 
rather than watching in your native language if you want to do something for English. Um, you can also see this as a time to try and, and watch without the subtitles because this isn't something you're doing for a course or something. Um, even if it's not the entire thing, even if you have, say, 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off, those 10 minutes when they're off, then you can really be focusing on listening rather than um, reading what's happening if you're somebody that tends to rely on the subtitles. So the first thing is Christmas films because there are a lot of them around. The second thing is books. And that really depends whether you want to read a book, like a, a, a paper book, or if you want to read something on your tablet or if you want an audiobook there are plenty of audiobooks around too but it's a nice time I find certainly after Christmas that time between Christmas and the new year when things are a bit less stressful because the main day is over and all the main kind of events and seeing people you can have a bit more time and that is that is a good time to to spend some time with the book so if you can find a Christmassy book there's lots of books that are written around this kind of winter time and with a it doesn't have to be about Christmas itself, but, you know, you can find lots of good books. Maybe it's a even a Christmas present. Maybe somebody's got you a book for Christmas. But if not, yeah, you can treat yourself. But um, it is some time when we have a bit more um, time that we can read. And I would say don't choose something that is really, really long, that's going to take you a long time. Maybe choose a book to fit the time that you have. So if if you think you're just going to have time for like a shorter shorter book then find a shorter book that's okay um but it is a nice time that you can you can do some reading and that will depend whether you make it into a listening exercise with an audiobook or a reading exercise with a um a a book that you physically read but it doesn't have to feel like english so find something that you will enjoy reading about the kind of book that normally is the thing that you would normally read in your native language because then you're more likely to enjoy the story and less likely to see it as just a, another learning activity. So number three, not everybody likes this, but then not everybody likes films and books. So this is really not, you have to do all of these things, but just, you know, find something that you would enjoy. Um, try to find something you would enjoy out of the list. And uh, number three is about uh, Christmas music, because if you like Christmas music and you have it on in the background, then find some in English and yeah you're you're listening to English it's there's a lot of Christmas songs around whether you like the more traditional ones or the newer ones or if your favorite artist has done something Christmassy you know it's it's worth looking because there are playlists on if you've got something like Amazon Prime or Spotify you can find playlists that other people have made you can make your own if you like but um it's time when all this Christmas music comes out again and if that's something you enjoy then yeah, you're still practicing listening to English if you've got this playing in the background. Number four is something called um, um, Blogmas and Vlogmas. They've been coming, becoming more popular recently. I am doing Vlogmas at the moment. No, no I'm not. I'm doing Vlogmas at the moment. Uh, basically, Blogmas is for people with blogs um, and Vlogmas is for people on YouTube. So I'm, I'm not doing that but I do have a blog um, a personal one so it's not part of the English with Kirsty brand um, but it's called Unseen Beauty so there's a dash between unseen-beauty.com um, and on there at the moment I'm doing 24 days of Christmas and winter content so um, some of it is about Christmas some of it is about customs 
other things are about looking after yourself in the winter, about animals, you know, there's different things. But um, so if, if you want to go and check those out, I will also add the link to the show notes page. But, you know, I'm not the only one doing it. There are loads of people doing this. And this is quite good if you're a language learner because they're shorter articles. Um, so these these blogs that people blog posts that people write are, are generally shorter. Mine tend to be a bit longer than some. Um, they usually around I don't know 700 to a thousand words, but some people make them a lot shorter. Um, and they, if you haven't got time to read a book, for example, you might find time to read an article. So it's all kind of seasonal content. And there are lots of people. If you just do a, a search for blogmas, you will find lots and lots of blogs. Um, similarly with Vlogmas, they are good because they are on YouTube. They are generally really good for listening to unrehearsed speech, because if you listen to something like the news or a documentary or even films, that they are people following a script a lot of the time. So if you listen to something like this, like personal vlogs, then it's spontaneous speech. It's people who may not always make sense, you know, you know, people who start sentences and, and don't think about what they're going to say next. So they may change their mind. They may repeat themselves. They may use more um, colloquial language that if you want to learn that kind of thing, it's, it's good for listening to just general unrehearsed speech. So if that's something you want to do and have a look at some Christmas content, then Vlogmas might be the thing for you. So like Blogmas, but with a V because it's video. So the next thing is don't take a massive break because sometimes it's really hard to get back into the, the swing of learning a language if you if you just take a complete break. And I know some people need to do that. They just need some time out. Um, so if you want to, then there are like things like I'm suggesting today that you can do or you can maybe have a look at your vocabulary if you have a few spare minutes. But if you do decide that you want to have a complete break from everything to do with language learning, that's fine. But try to think about when you want to start again and, and know that in advance, because that, that helps, because otherwise it, it gets pushed to forward and, and you never really get around to it again. So. If, if you're going to take a break, then that's cool. But say, OK, on the I don't know, on the 3rd of January or something like that, I'm going to start learning again or I'm going to start looking at my vocabulary again or listening to podcasts or I don't know, whatever you do. And it's a bit easier if you are doing a course, for example, because you start learning again when the course starts again. That's, that decision is taken out of your hands. But I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are learning on their own or learning with a teacher, but also doing some work on their own. And certainly if you're in that kind of situation, it's good to know when you want to start again. You can change it if something happens, but to plan, OK, I'm going to take this break, but I'll start again on the 4th of January and then it doesn't just get pushed. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. I'll do it when I have time, because sometimes you, you never have time. Like we say when I have time, but sometimes you have to make time for the things you want to do. Otherwise, you never get them done or there's always something else that's trying to take your attention. So just being mindful about your intentions when you want to start again can really help to get you back on track. Um, and a lot of people are doing cooking at the moment. So the next thing is about cooking. It's maybe cook something, um, find an English recipe to cook. Or if you're learning another language, find what kind of things do people eat in that country around Christmas time? Or, you know, what kind of things do people eat in another English speaking country that isn't your where you're currently living? 
or what kind of things are people around you cooking if you are living in a in an English speaking country so there are lots of different things you can do there are so many recipes online it's not difficult to find them um, and sometimes it's just a bit of fun if you enjoy being in the kitchen and cooking things then it's interesting to try something else out you know something from a different tradition that you don't know or maybe something that you do know but you just haven't cooked before and if you cook in another language then it's something practical you have an end result it's not just oh, I'm gonna sit and learn vocabulary for half an hour um, doing that means like if you translate the recipe if you understand the recipe you don't have to translate the whole thing but you do need to understand what you have to do um, if you do that and then you make something you have an end result you can share it with your friends or um, you can enjoy it hopefully if it comes out well and it's something you would like but yeah it's something tangible that you have after the English learning exercise and I think the only thing I'd suggest for that is make sure in advance that you have everything that you need it's because some there are some ingredients that we just take for granted here but may not be readily available in other places um, and also make sure you know what you have to do because it's kind of annoying when you're halfway through doing something and you get flustered because you have to stop and, and work out what the next direction is so when I've done this in other languages I've looked at the recipe first made sure I had everything I needed and also had a look at what I need to do as well because then I have a plan when I go into the kitchen start doing it and I'm not trying to translate and cook at the same time because that can be a bit annoying um, the next thing number six is to find out what other people do because it's it's really interesting I find I work with people from different countries and cultures and of course not everybody will celebrate Christmas but I don't think you have to celebrate to enjoy learning about other people um, you know I find out about lots of different um, special days or festivals um, because my students are um, as I said from from different countries they, they follow different religions and you know it's really interesting to, to find out what they do so if, if you think that's interesting as well then you can find out what people do in other parts of the world I published a couple of articles a couple of years ago on this um, what people from the UK think about celebrating Christmas in other countries and what people from other European countries think about celebrating Christmas in the UK so if you haven't seen those and wanted to read those they will also be linked from the show notes page which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 150 and the last thing is you know share your own ideas if you've got an idea of something that you're going to do over the next couple of weeks to work on your English something that you maybe don't usually do or maybe you want to continue doing what you always do but I'd be interested to know if you have any plans anything different or interesting or that that you would like to share so I'm gonna leave the comments open on this post um, it's on the show notes page and if you want to share something then please do please come and, and share it maybe your idea will give somebody else a good idea and they can you can help each other as, as podcast listeners um, or there is also the Facebook group so um, as I always say if you do want to come into the Facebook group please fill out the questions so I know that you're a real person and that you are coming to learn English um, so there are three questions you do need to answer them if you want to be let in um, so there are those questions and you can find out where the um, where the group is also by going to the show notes page because I've linked the Facebook group from there 
So if you are interested in doing any of those things, I look forward to reading what you have to say. Otherwise, um, if you are celebrating Christmas this year, or if you, if you celebrate Christmas, I wish you a very happy Christmas. Enjoy the celebrations. If not, um, I wish you, well, I hope you'll enjoy the next couple of weeks. And I hope everybody has a happy and healthy 2019. And I look forward to producing more content next year and to hearing from you because I do enjoy hearing from my listeners. So if you've got anything that you'd like to share, any feedback, any questions, then either use the contact form or my email address, which for the podcast is podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. So have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 